The Joe Mays and J-Rock Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rock Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. Football. The Big it, Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! What a comeback! Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappoff. Well, good evening everyone and welcome to the 249th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. You know, we're getting in the groove here talking NFL now that... Uh, Kind of our other shows are are on a hiatus, let's say, <laughs> you know, for a little bit. Um, at least the other fall football shows. Um, so, yeah, you know, kind of getting in the groove here, and things are getting exciting in the NFL. Yeah, definitely for sure. We're coming out with, uh, you know, I think actual division leaders in a lot of places, or some divisions that have become a three-team race, and we're going to get more clarity tonight <coughs> in the NFC, and maybe a team pulling away tomorrow in the AFC but first we're going to start with Thursday night football which saw the hopes of one team I think squashed and it wasn't the team that I think many expected to see drop out of the playoff race and I don't do you have an opinion of which team you would have liked to see get stomped on a little bit oh my uh, gosh I I absolutely wish the Cowboys would have lost if the Cowboys lose Eagles would have clinched the division in November um, but, uh, the Cowboys won and I picked this one, right. Um, I had been burned by the Cowboys a couple weeks one. I wasn't going to, I picked the Cowboys over the Eagles, but I also, I kept expecting the Cowboys to kind of put it together. Um, I know they've talked about the injuries there and those other things, but like, they're still good enough and they have enough there that they should be doing better than they were. And I think this team was still and people see this and they're like, oh, 38-14, you know, oh, man, they really laid it on them. Yeah, no, it was close the Redskins, the like, gave the game away, too. They had, like, three turnovers in the first half, including, you know, a drop that would have been – or a deflection inside the five that would have, you know, that gave the ball to um, the Cowboys instead of a score for the Redskins. Like, the Redskins did everything they could to lose this game. And it was still close for a while, and then the Cowboys put it away late. Um, but – they're alive at six and six, and you know the Redskins. Uh, well, they're done at, at five and seven. 
Yeah, um, I, yeah, they're they're. I mean, it's only one game behind where Dallas is, but right? I, but they'd have to win out. Um, yeah, to get to nine. Yeah, seven, they got to sure. go five and zero oh here. Well, no, nine and seven. Yeah, four and zero oh to finish out. I just don't know that this Redskins team has it in them. Um, I was kind of surprised. One that they gave up thirty eight points, but the other that they only scored fourteen. That's not good. After the last two weeks, teams scored um, much higher, like maybe in both in the thirties against the Cowboys. When neither of those teams had a kicker after the first quarter, you know, like <laughs> that, I don't know. The the Redskins kind of got exposed here. Like I said, there were a few mistakes early on, um, but they've been back and forth. Kirk Cousins is just kind of finishing up. He's still putting up good numbers, not every game, but man, just, um, I think it was Josh Doxson. Um, it might have been one of the other receivers. Crowder. Like, no, it was. It was Jameson Crowder. He fumbled on a punt. He's the one who tipped the ball. It would hit him in both hands. He tipped it to the defender. Nice. And he had a fumble, like another Excellent. fumble. Excellent. What a yeah. good Thursday so, night for him. Yeah. So, you know, when you do that, it's not really it, – it's hard to overcome that. And that was you know, Dallas yeah. playing on back-to-back Thursdays yeah, as well. Yeah, Redskins too. Yeah, 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 you're right. So, I guess that's how that worked out uh, so that both teams can play back-to-back on Thursday with Dallas losing the week before to the Chargers, the Redskins beating the Giants on Thanksgiving so Dallas still alive, although they, they're going to need help besides winning probably at least three of their next four, if not all four. They're going to need uh, some of the other teams in the NFC to stumble, one of which did so today, losing at home to probably the second best team in the NFC. The Minnesota Vikings beat the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Falcons unable to score a touchdown, settling After for three field goals. Up the scoreboard last week. Put it had a huge game last week. The Falcons did this week though. Julio Jones had less than thirty yards receiving. Yeah, and it, like last week, I was like, you know, this is the kind of game maybe gets the offense rolling. Nope, um, they looked awful. They looked absolutely terrible. Um, I don't. Oh, and they missed some field goals in here. Like it, man. There were missed kicks all over the place in the NFL today, um, but. Th- just brutal. Um, yeah, that's a huge loss for the Falcons, especially with some of the other things that happened in the NFC South that we'll get to later. Um, and the Vikings, man, they just keep winning, keep winning. Eight in um, a row now. Yeah. It's un- Wins unreal. over the Chargers, and Falcons. And if the Eagles lose tonight, the Vikings take over first place. Do like they, they, have, have the they would have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Is that based on NFC? I don't think so because I think both teams have lost to an NFC team. The Vikings lost to Detroit and um, – the Steelers and the Eagles lost to Kansas City and no no that's it they would have lost to Kansas City and Seattle if they lose tonight right um it might have to do with like i don't i don't even know maybe the strength of who you beat or like how many i i don't really know i don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if they're head to head and conference record i'm not sure what the next they step may have is. more nfc wins to this point because i know the eagles mm-hmm. only have one afc team left on the schedule I don't know Minnesota's schedule. Well, Minnesota has one. Yeah, so I don't know what it is, but so Vikings schedule the rest of the way. Next Sunday they go to Carolina. Not an easy game. No. Then they host Cincinnati before going to Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers should be back by then. He's expected back December seventeenth, and then they finish hosting Chicago. Mm. So the schedule gets easier, but with Rodgers back, the game at Lambeau. And Isn't not just Rodgers back, but Rodgers back and the Green Bay's kind of hung around there. I was a little surprised, but they're they're right there. They could be playing for a playoff game or a playoff spot. So. And that is a Saturday night game yeah. at so. Lambeau. 
December 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve. That won't be cold. Not at all. No. That should be a good game. That, that'll be that'll be an interesting one for sure. So, Texans-Titans, a Man. battle for AFC South. Texans needed a win to keep pace or maybe think about the AFC wildcard. Couldn't get it done. Little offense again. Titans do get it done, and they maintain pace with the Jaguars. And like we said, I've said the last few weeks, Titans-Jaguars week 17, Man, yeah. that's a huge game. But the Titans, to sum it up, um, like I was talking to my dad about some of the games. He's like, wait, the Titans are 8-4? and four? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Right? And he's like, oh my gosh. Well, let's I said, take a look at their Yeah, schedule. lots of ugly wins, but they've won. Yeah, it, that's all that matters at the end of the day is the W. <coughs> and I mean, the this, Titans have gotten They were up 17-13 trying to run out the clock, and Derrick Henry runs it 75 yards for a touchdown. Um, you know, if you look, so they won this week, scored late. They beat uh, Indianapolis. They had to score. I think they needed to score late last week. Or uh, yeah, they were losing yeah. most of that game. Yeah, so they got they got destroyed by Pittsburgh. Right, they had to, uh, I believe, come from behind and to beat the Bengals. Yeah, they squeaked by the Ravens. That's a good win. Yeah, uh, they barely beat Cleveland. No touchdowns. Yeah, no touchdowns. They beat Indianapolis they beat the Indiana first again. time. They lost to the Dolphins. Right, and they got crushed that was by without Houston. Mariota, you know. Yeah. And, but, yeah, Houston, but like, Sean Watson was you look healthy, at it they and got like, killed. Man. Right, but the rest of the schedule is favorable. Uh, they yes. they go to Arizona and San Francisco in back-to-back weeks before finishing with, uh, come on. It's the Rams. I think they always put LAC. I think I've picked up on it. I think it's I mean, LAC. It's the Rams, yeah. yeah. That's a big game. Rams-Titans is, is a big game. Now, Christmas uh, Eve. You know, AFC NFC crossover, so not as uh, as important as it is against the AFC right. teams for them. But they play three NFC teams in a row, so they really have already sewed up the AFC conference tiebreaker, except for their season finale game that could end up deciding the division, anyways. Right. Yeah. So, so. Um, I I don't I expect Tennessee at best to go two and one in the next three, and really, if they want to do that, they need to beat Arizona and San Francisco. Yeah, I agree. Like they um. I don't see them beating the Rams. No, I don't and, see it happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they can score enough with the Rams to keep up. Like, yeah, I don't know. Titans are getting it done. It, it could be an exciting game against uh, the Jaguars at the end. And I hope it's for the division. You know, like just because that would make for a great game. All right, we'll go uh, a little bit backwards here, but keep, stay in the AFC South. Colts Jaguars. Jaguars got it done today with the arm of Blake Bortles. Yeah, man, he lit up the Colts. This is exactly what this Jaguars team needed to do. After they let one slip away last week that they should have won. Yeah. Um, or at least, as we talked on the show, should have at least, at a minimum, gone to overtime. And they just screwed it up really bad. Um, on a day but, when Fournette couldn't get going, the running game wasn't getting much done. At one point, I saw they were averaging two yards a carry. And yeah. that was late. That wasn't early. But Blake Bortles got it done today. And, uh, you know, over 300 yards passing. And uh, 30 points on the scoreboard. Defense kept the Colts to 10. I mean, I know the Indianapolis doesn't score a lot of points. No. So it's not a huge deal, but Jacksonville has one of the better defenses in the league. And uh, now they get a big test next week with Seattle coming to town. They'll be coming off the uh, game against Philadelphia tonight. Yeah. They'll stay at home in two weeks to take on Houston before finishing on the road back to back at San Francisco. And then the one that we just mentioned going to Tennessee and what could yeah. be the AFC so what, South what's championship. What's their record? Are they eight and four? Uh, yes. Yeah, so they're 8-4. and four. I don't know about Seattle. I'd say that's a toss-up. Uh, they need to beat Houston. 
they should beat San Francisco. And, you know, that gets them to 10, maybe They're either 11. 10 and 5 or 11 and 4. If yeah, they beat if Seattle, then, you would think they should beat Houston, San, San Francisco. Right. And then all of a sudden they're at 12 wins. They're going for 12 wins against but against But that may be third in the AFC right. behind Pittsburgh and New England or New right. England and Imagine Pittsburgh. Imagine going 12 and 4 and not, not, getting, not a getting a bye. By two games. Well, no, Possibly, I guess. Possibly, yeah. Not, well, no, no one because, of them has to have right. a third loss. Well, not technically. But. Well, it could tie, I guess, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that would Donovan. Be, wouldn't that be anticlimactic, like, next week? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, or two weeks from now. Yeah, it's a couple weeks away, yeah. yeah they it, play the is Ravens 15 next or 16? I, I'm not sure, but I know well, we'll uh, Ravens-Steelers is next week. Um, you know, I don't have much to say about my team. I'm glad they put up 35 points, but a lot of it came on the defensive side. I think there was a pick six and two safeties yeah. in this game. Uh, you, we, you mentioned before the show, Miami up by 24, I think, and, uh, they kicked an onside kick. <laughs> um, but whatever, like, neither of those teams are going to make the playoffs. I know the Dolphins' hopes are still alive, whereas I think Denver is pretty much done at no, three and yeah. nine. Yeah. Uh, but Miami, I think, is five and so, seven now. So if you're the Broncos, the question becomes, do you still try? Cause we always talk about how this team is, you know, a quarterback and an offense away from being able to kind of compete again because of defense. I think defense is kind of just like the morale being in. right, yeah. And I can't say I blame them. John Elway called them all soft, right? So. Yeah. Um, do you consider blowing it up if you're Denver, or do you try and find a quarterback to like kind of come in and and take care? You of You mean things? Kirk Cousins? That's who I was thinking, <laughs> but like Eli. Yeah, Could the other Manning in that. Maybe hey, it worked before, once before. Why not right. try it again? I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe. We'll see. I, it's tough to say. Uh, Rumors you know. are going around today that Eli's going to retire. Yeah, I saw he that. He just like I, crushed I from the way the Giants handled it. He obviously is not the same guy he was three, no. five years ago. Is he better than half the quarterbacks in the league, though? He hasn't uh, played like it for years. Yeah, I know. It's. I, I just... I think he's mostly going on name now. I just don't oh, know absolutely. that. You know, and I'd hate to see because I hate when veterans stay around a year or two too long and, and don't win, especially when they've been with the team for, what, 13 seasons. See, I'd like rather was, just go I out. Like was, like, I thought that's why you liked Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the Dolphins. They got their first win since October 22nd. I saw... Last week, uh, someone posted these teams participated in no win November, and uh, Miami was hey, one of those that's teams. nothing on my Eagles last year. I went two months. <laughs> two months, yeah. Uh, so Miami's last one was October 22nd over the Jets. They then got destroyed in – well, they lost in three straight uh, primetime games, getting killed by Baltimore on Thursday night, losing in a close game to Oakland on Sunday night, and then – looking awful on Monday night against the Panthers. They then couldn't beat the Buccaneers. Hey, to be fair, I think that was supposed to be their bye. They, they just kind of played like it. That so. was week 11 against yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah, that was supposed to be their bye. Uh, they lost, and then uh, they didn't look great last weekend against the Patriots, but they get the win today against Denver. Kenyon Drake looked kind good. finding his way into that role. Uh, yeah, yep. and, um, with uh, Damian Williams hurting, not being effective. Kenyon Drake, 120 yards, a touchdown, he had a big run. Cutler doing enough, although he did have two interceptions, uh, doing Jay Cutler things, and the defense played played well. Now, Trevor Simeon was the quarterback, so it's not saying a ton, but Miami wants any shot at the playoffs sitting at 5-7. and seven. They have to probably win all four and get help. Unfortunately, they 
play New England on Monday night. Uh, they then have to go to Buffalo, to Kansas City, and then host Buffalo again. It's ki- kind of crazy to think that Miami won't have played Buffalo at all in the first 14 weeks, and then they play them twice in the final yeah. three weeks. But the same thing happened with New England. Miami didn't play New England until the Thanksgiving weekend, and now they'll play them here. <laughs> twice so. in three weeks, yeah. Yep. But, I mean, I, I going into the year, I was not optimistic of Miami's uh, potential. I think I said anywhere between 7 and 9 and 9 and 7. They're 5 and 7. If they can go 2 and 2, they're yeah. at the low end of my projection. Um, and with the way the season started in August and early September with all that was going on, I'm not going to be happy with 7 and 9, but it's better than you 4 and it, 12, right? you know. Well, you got to think 7 and 9 and we get our franchise quarterback, for better or worse, we get our franchise Supposedly, quarterback next right. next year. Right. You think? So, but maybe. Right, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, that's the Dolphins. <sighs> What's wrong with the Chiefs, man? I, like, Andy Reid gave up play calling. He's now no longer calling the offensive plays. They scored 31 plays. points. They scored 31 points today. 38 the, yeah, to the, the Jets. Jets. To the Jets. Now, I know they're not as bad as we expected them to be to start the Still year. Still not 38 points against a team that's supposed to be competing for a division and conference title. A team that was 5-0, and looking like maybe the best team in the NFL, is now 1-6 in their last seven. And in a three-way tie yeah. in the AFC West, although including, I think... Including with a team that started 0-4. Right. Uh, although I did think... I do believe the Chiefs have the tiebreakers and are still technically yeah. in first yeah, place. Not trending well, though. Not, not, not well. no, not going in the right direction. And I mean, like, what's going on? Like, they went a couple weeks without scoring a touchdown. I think. Well, now they scored thirty-one points, and they, like I said, gave up thirty-eight to the Jets. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's not, not what you're get looking it done. for. The Battle of the Bays in Green Bay went to overtime. Packers get the touchdown to seal it, twenty-six to twenty over Tampa Bay. Big win for the Packers. Big win for the Packers, and just a you know kind of nail in the coffin for Tampa Bay season. Yeah, uh, what a underachieving season. the yeah, issues with Winston's health and Winston's off the field stuff. Where they got Lovey Smith out of there? To help yeah, right. With the development certainly of Jameis, right? Certainly has helped a lot. So Green Bay, they're just kind of you know they're or hanging around, and right. Aaron Rodgers started practicing yesterday. He'll so, uh, he's only going to miss one more game supposedly. Right. So let's take check take a look well, at last Green Bay's week before schedule. the Pittsburgh game. He was on the field throwing the ball fifty yards. So he'll Guess be all he's right. Okay. Yeah. So they're six and six right now, and we know saw them go on a run last year. Uh, they six won and like six with a tiebreaker over the Cowboys, I believe. Do they have it? Yeah, I think they beat the Cowboys earlier in the year. All right. So. Um, Green Bay, you know, they they looked they 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 went toe to toe with Pittsburgh without Aaron Rodgers. That's a good sign. Yeah, they had gotten destroyed by Baltimore the week before, though. Shut out. Uh, shut out at home. First time since like the early nineties, I think. Was it? Wow. Shut out, like ninety two, I think. Um, now they're going on a two game road trip here. One to Cleveland, which should be a win. Like if you lose that game, your yeah. season's over. You deserve to not be. I mean, at six and it. seven with a loss to Cleveland, that's right. not getting it done. Aaron Rodgers returns supposedly at Carolina, which is a huge game because assuming they win there at seven and six, depending on what Carolina does in week 14, they could be a game back and a win there gives them an even record, but the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. So that game against Carolina with the return of Aaron Rodgers on December 17th is huge. Then they finish it up with uh, division rivals, Vikings at Lambeau, 
and the Lions on New Year's Eve. Detroit is going in the wrong direction, however, opposite of what it looks like Green Bay is doing. Detroit lost 44-20 to to the resurgent Ravens. Ravens. Detroit had their act together going into the fourth, cutting it to a seven-point deficit, and all of a sudden uh, Matthew Stafford got hurt and the Ravens exploded and scored a total of 24 fourth-quarter points to get the win. And Baltimore, hey, don't look now. sneaky, man. Don't I, look I don't now. like it. I don't like Seven it. Seven and five, they play the Steelers next week. Yeah, now, huge They're not going to catch the Steelers in the division, but that's a huge game. But that... it's one of the, it reminds you a few years ago when there were like three or four years in a row where the, 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 the AFC North Division winner would lose to the runner-up in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, it happened to both of these teams and maybe even throw Cincinnati in there. But, you know, I, I'm not a Ravens fan, so I don't like and look this. at their schedule. Uh, yeah, it's not exactly difficult, especially right, so. if they could beat Pittsburgh, they could end up at 11 and five Yeah, and the fifth seed. Yeah. But who wants to play an 11 and five Ravens? Yeah. 11 and five fifth seed. They're probably going to Oakland or LA in the first round or Kansas city. Right. Which, yeah. Yeah. yeah good luck. Uh, AFC West division winner there. Yeah. Cause, uh, you're looking at a red hot. Yeah. It Ravens would be a red team. hot Ravens team at that point too, because they've won. They they haven't lost since November fifth. So, well, yeah. If they get by Pittsburgh, you got to assume go they're going to they go the last two months without losing. They're going to be Cleveland, Indianapolis, and probably Cincinnati, especially because those last two are at home. Yeah, they won't have lost since a field goal setback on November fifth. Yeah, and uh, and really, other than that short loss to a team that's likely to make the playoffs, right. They won't have had a bad loss since October fifteenth because losing to Minnesota is not a bad loss. Minnesota is no, one of the best. Losing to Chicago, but losing to Chicago, that was when I think people thought Baltimore was done. Right? Yeah. You know, because uh, yeah. they've they've lost two games since then. But at that point, what were they like three and three? Yeah, something. Like and that. losing to yep. Chicago at home too, at home. Yep. So yeah, not not what you wanted in mid October, but here we are, early December, and Baltimore is in the thick of it. And yeah, you could see an eleven and five, ten and six, eleven and five Baltimore team going to the AFC West division uh, leader winner, and um, I'm taking Baltimore. Yeah, <laughs> for for yeah. sure. Although I honestly, of the three teams that they could play, I would say they don't want to see the Chargers. I would agree because the Raiders are too inconsistent. Kansas City's awful right now. I think the Chargers are the team that uh, well, and the what? Chargers have the most threats outside, kind of. Right, um, and Gordon the best, Allen, right, and Rivers, so, obviously. I mean, I guess Oakland, in theory, has the best. But they weapons, just haven't been they doing, haven't it. Been doing yeah. it. Now Crabtree was suspended, and Cooper was injured, right? Uh, but Lynch hasn't been anything this year. No, he did all right today. Yeah, I played against him, so that was great. That's why. That's right. I won. So, all right. Uh, New England went to Buffalo. Bills mm. only put up three points. Tyrod Taylor was taken and off on a stretcher. Not looking good. Tom Someone... Brady set the NFL record for most wins of a quarterback against one franchise with another one, I believe. Uh, he's beaten the Bills 27 times. Wow. Um, for the second straight year, someone in the stands threw on an interesting thing onto the field. We'll let you look that yeah, one up Yeah, well, on you can look own. that one up yourself. I'm not going to say what it was. Um, it is phallic-shaped, however. <laughs> Uh, and I think it, they once again had Brady's name written on it, which makes me laugh every time that I saw I remember watching it on Red Zone last year, and I think I immediately texted you, like, did you just see what happened in, in Buffalo against the Patriots? Uh, it was uh, it was quite funny. Uh, Brady did not throw a touchdown pass today. 
and he is most likely to be without Rob Gronkowski for at least a week because he is a D-bag. He should be. Oh, my gosh. That was such a dirty play. Such a dirty play. A few seconds after, out of bounds, guys on the ground, and Gronkowski, who's up, not on the ground, dives, dives at his back and slams his shoulder into the back of the guy's head. Um, absolutely should be suspended for a game. A rookie at half his size. Yeah, if he's not, then New England has no right to complain about anything ever. Right, like this is this gets you suspended. This is worse, like in terms of like possibly injuring this is somebody. Worse than Crabtree against right, the league, right? Because that's a fight, and they've done it before. So I get why they suspended them. This is intent to injure. Yeah, this is to hurt. They were just fighting because they were angry. These no one was going to get hurt. Right, there's guys that are going to get hurt. Like that, you could you could end somebody's career, game career with career. that kind of stuff. You hit someone in in the wrong spot on their back. Just to be clear. That hit basically took place in hockey a few years ago, and the guy was suspended like twenty games. Yeah, like so, <laughs> a quarter yeah. of the season. Oh, and he was taken like they filed charges against him. Right, like he had to go to court. Um, now I'm not saying that should happen, but like Gronkowski should absolutely be suspended for a game. I say for the rest of this, the regular season. Yeah, I think you'd settle for one more game. Though, what right? I th- what I want the NFL to do is to send him for like six. So that on appeal, it's like three or four. There you then, go. Hey, that's right. fine. Because if you suspend him for two, he's going to appeal and it'll probably be one. Right. And then it's, it's what's suspended for 16. Let there the appeal go. work it out. <laughs> Say, all right, we'll take four. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. So. Uh, they should, what they should, um, the guy who he hit should just be like, look. Davis White. Yeah, should just be like, when I, when I, like tip that ball down. I'm pretty sure it was a little deflated. Like he should just say it. He should just say it to get him going. The Giants not led by Eli Manning for the first time since what week 14 in 2004 or yeah, something like I think that. The first game since 1997 that Manning hasn't been starting quarterback at least one in the NFL. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, first time in 20 years, over 20 years, that a Manning wasn't a starting quarterback in an NFL game. Uh, didn't go the Giants' way, and we are supposedly seeing the end of Ben McAdoo already, short supposedly of two seasons. Tomorrow. I have no idea where they're going to go with the coaching sh- search, what they're going to do with the quarterback, because Geno Smith is obviously not the answer. I'm surprised they're not looking at the rookie that they drafted, whose name now I cannot remember for the life of me. Maybe they can uh, call Tennessee for some tips on hiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're definitely ones to uh, lead the way. Yeah. Uh, the volunteers... Uh, well, they're not finding volunteers for that coaching job. The Raiders got the win 24 to 17. They needed it. Did to, not look great, though. No, didn't look great. But again, missing Crabtree and Cooper. Wins a win. But yeah, wins a win. You needed it at home against a team that's going in the wrong direction. You're now in a tie with the Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Chargers, who they survived the Browns. Play of their competition. 19 to 10. You know, Cleveland can't buy a win, but the Chargers are on a roll right. and have to be the favorite, I think, in the AFC West. After starting 0-4, they're now 6-6, six and six, so 6-2 six and two in their last eight. And, you know, they had a close loss to New England and a game that they probably should have beaten in Jacksonville, beaten yep. the Jaguars in Jacksonville. So, you know, really not a bad loss since maybe that loss to the Chiefs at the end of September, because you lost by two to the right. Eagles, you uh, you lose to by eight to the Patriots and three to the Jaguars, all teams that are going to make the playoffs. 
So, and if you look at the remaining schedule, so they have. Um, that didn't update for yeah, some reason. Update. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so they have Washington in LA next week. So they need, need to win, to that, win one. that game. Right. Because they're tied. They pretty much need to win that one. Then they go to Kansas City. That's huge. a huge game. Then they go to the Jets. That's a trap game. Right. Absolutely. Because they have Oakland the next week, which could very easily be for the division, Div- title. division title. And the way things are trending here, it's hard to imagine one of these teams gets a, gets a wild card. So AFC right. West looks like division title or. Yeah, no, I mean, if one of them wins their last four, ten and six, that might get it. Right, but team. it would almost take two of them to do it. Right, it would take, and I'm not sure that's possible. It's not, because they all play each right. other. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, you got to win the West if you're going to make the playoffs. The Chargers probably the favorite right now, but we've seen this story before. Um, you know, any of those three teams still in it, the only one not are the Broncos. Robbie Gold's revenge today yes, in Chicago. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I I loved it only because he's a Penn Stater. Otherwise, it wouldn't have mattered much because the 49ers oh, and Bears. I liked it because I picked it. <laughs> both out. I, I think I did too. Um, field goal fest. Robbie oh, had all yeah. five field goals, all 15 points for San Francisco. Garoppolo's, uh, was this his starting debut? His starting debut. And uh, he got a win, but against the Bears, who are now eliminated like themselves from playoff contention. Uh, Bears were leading for most of the game, uh, 7-3 after the first, 14-9 at half, 14-12 to start the fourth, and then 49ers drove down the field right near the end of the game. Robbie Gold gets the field goal for the 49ers win, 15-14. to In the NFC South, a hugely important game. New Orleans coming off a loss last week. Carolina looking to force a tie and take control of the South. Couldn't get it done, but it was in New Orleans in the Dome. We kind of expected it to go this way. Yeah. And the Saints get the win 31-21. And now are a game up and have the tiebreaker with the Panthers. Right. So New Orleans doesn't have any kind of hangover after their uh, loss last week to the Rams yeah. uh, by less at, than a touchdown. Sitting at 9-3. and three. Yeah. Uh, surprising. I mean, remember, they started 0-2 as well, yeah. so... Uh, nine and one in their last ten, and the only loss being to the Rams, a very good Who are team. Also very good. Yeah, they haven't. Um, they ha- they swept the season series with the Panthers, um, and you look at those two losses to start the year. Who they're against? And we may have talked about this last week, right. but New Orleans lost at Minnesota, and then to the Patriots. So, yeah. um, I think all of their losses are to playoff teams. Yeah, which is a quality. Yeah. You know, when you look at it, and you look, they have. So this one didn't update either, but they have three of their last four at home, and they were home today. No, no, they have two of their last two, four at home. They're at Atlanta next week. Oh, Post, sorry, I yeah, read looking... Mercedes Benz, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, "Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Don't get okay. so they're at Atlanta next week, yeah, and then they're home for the next two um, against the Jets and Atlanta again. Man, they haven't played yet. That's crazy. Yeah, they can end Atlanta's season. Yeah. And I think somebody said they haven't won there since 2011 or 2013 or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been a little while since they won at Atlanta. So that, it's a big game. If they New win, Orleans team is the best team they've had in a while. Probably since 2009. Yeah, absolutely. Probably since the Super Bowl team. Yeah. So Saints win next week at Atlanta. That's huge because they should beat the Jets and the, then the Falcons again two weeks later because they're both at home. Yep. New Orleans plays so much better at home. And then they finish at Tampa. And they finish who's at Tampa. Who's, out of it. Yeah, so... This very well could be a 13-3 and three team. 
team, which may be third in the NFC between behind a and three, and you get the sixth seed coming out of the NFC. But as the wild card, you have to go to the Superdome. You know, like playing a thirteen and three Saints team. Ouchie, Kamara, man. Yeah, man. No wonder yeah. they got rid of Peterson. They yeah. didn't need him between oh Ingram and Kamara. They those guys have exploded since Peterson was shipped off. So, um. Staying in the NFC, an a, or excuse me, staying in the NFC in an NFC West battle, the Rams eventually pulled away from the Cardinals. You know, it was it was a blowout at first, sixteen nothing. LA led. Cardinals fought back to nineteen thirteen at halftime in favor of LA. Then the uh, the Rams defense stepped up. The offense got a few more scores, and the Rams doubled up the Cardinals thirty two to sixteen. Yeah, and this is one of those where, man, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but. I like Jeff Fisher as a coach, and I stood up for him for a long time. But if you look at who the quarterbacks he had last year on this team, Case Keenum yeah, and right. Jared Goff, who are two of the top quarterbacks in the league this year. Yeah, and he had them both, and they were wrong. awful. Like, yeah, maybe it was time. And it's interesting how um, it was Martz. Um, I can't think of his first name. Mike, Mike. Martz, yeah. He, um, he wrote that book, and it was kind of critical of the Rams in hiring, you know, Sean McVay and all those things. Right, it's working out now. all right for him. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after the the win over the Cardinals today, um, they are nine and three with huge games the next three weeks. Though we really know a lot about the Rams uh, by the time Christmas rolls around because they get to host the Eagles next week. Then they go to Seattle and Tennessee in back to back weeks before finishing with the Forty ers So uh, you know nine and three. With those four games left, if they finish, you know, twelve and four, yeah, like, wow, and that, man, that just think about the those NFC teams. Twelve and four Could, would put them at the three seed with the Saints as the two. No, no, they'll put them at the talk, four. At, right, that's what I'm saying. Because oh my you have the Eagles probably fourteen and two. You got to think right now with the way things are going. Dude, I don't know. I picked them to lose tonight. But even so. So the Eagles go thirteen and three. Say the Vikings are thirteen and three. The the Saints are thirteen and three. The Rams are twelve and four, and they're still yeah, the four seed. You you're know, right, you're right. Like, wow. So I mean, unless they can pull a miracle off against Philadelphia, then beat Seattle, Tennessee. You know, if they run the table, they're thirteen and three. They right. got that then tape tiebreaker. Else is 12, Eagles might be twelve and four. That would be a that'd be two and three in their last five. That wouldn't right. have Philadelphia feeling very good. No, no, but it's <laughs> certainly possible. So um, I don't think the game or game did just get underway. They're about two minutes in. Uh, Eagles ten and one at Seahawks seven and four. I know um, Philly fans, at least the cynics among them, such as Justin here. Uh, you never pick again, or you never pick the Eagles in big games uh, like this. Not big games. No, I picked them like last week against the Bears, but I never pick them in games like this. Right. Um, well, I you mean, picked the Cowboys against them a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, but like that was one. The Cowboys needed it. The Eagles didn't technically need that. You know, like. At that time, um, this is one, you know, the Seahawks need this. They needed to keep pace with, with the Rams. Especially because they got to um, play the Rams in two weeks. Right. So, you know, you go through this. Um, it's kind of interesting. You know, everybody's like, oh, well, the Eagles, they have, you know, they've played like the weakest record in the NFL. No, that's kind of, that's, that's partially true. The Seahawks teams that they've played are the exact same record. So, you know, it's not like... They, you know, there are other teams that have played poor schedules, um, and they've also won by twenty three or more the last four weeks. So, yeah, if they could do that now, no team in NFL history has done that. Right. So, if the Eagles so, can beat the Seahawks by 
four touchdowns, which I'm not if they happen. do that, people are definitely going to be all over the bandwagon if, if they're not there already. If, if they were to win tonight by four touchdowns, oh my gosh, people would go nuts. In Seattle? People would lose their minds. It's not going to happen. They're not. They might. They may win. They're not going to win that way. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, I... I said it last week. I'll say it this week. If they can split this week and the Rams, if they can go one and one in that, I'd, I'd be pleased. You know, that's... So get it out of the way here. Win this one, so the next week you're just like, eh, whatever. Well, that makes it easier. I think right. they're staying out west uh, I would. this week. Why, why come home? Um, so, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yep, first and 10 at 34. It's all over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe the Eagles got the ball and went three and out. Then yeah, it would very really, well really, really over. Yeah. So, the... Monday night game is an AFC North battle between the nine and two Steelers and the five and six Bengals. Cincinnati all but done. I don't think officially eliminated, but pretty much gone. Yeah, the Pittsburgh, biggest question in this game will be: Is Vontez Burfitt going to kill someone? <laughs> I was going to say: Is Antonio Brown going to play? But that's probably a more relevant question. But the Steelers are doing what they always do: start a little slow yeah. and then get, catch fire. Yeah. We'll see what they're made of though in two weeks. Uh, the next couple weeks. They play the Ravens next week. I right. Think. They yeah, you're right. Back to back, they have Baltimore and New England um, before finishing with Houston and Cleveland. Yeah. Um, but they get both Baltimore and New England at home. So, oh, so Pittsburgh plays the Monday night game this week, the Sunday night game next week, and I'm surprised that's not the Sunday night game. It may not be yet. Yeah. Like, I think they're only two weeks out that they do that. So, okay, they'll so probably flex that well, tomorrow. I, I was going to say, they could announce it as early as tomorrow. The Steelers would then be primetime three weeks in a row. I mean, so they they, Matt, they get up to the Dolphins level, finally. that The Steelers finally get to Miami's level and achieve three yeah. straight yeah. primetime games. Not too many teams can say that, you know. So That's true. That is true. <laughs> I, I'm very, very interested in the New England-Pittsburgh game. I, I, yeah. I think it's slanted because it'll be in Pittsburgh, but then again, I don't. Well, I mean, New England's had issues in Denver and Indy before, so right. The the, and you heard on Mike Tomlin last week, I believe, kind of go a little unfiltered and not do so much coach speak like they usually do, and say that yeah, he's already looking forward to that game and how much it means. Which usually, I mean, Belichick would never say anything like that, but Tomlin is knows what's you know what's at stake there. With mm-hmm. the game December seventeenth in Pittsburgh, and you're right. If these teams win out, save for that game, the winner of that is the de facto regular season AFC champ, the number one seed, home field all the way until the Super Bowl. So we'll see. I mean, go Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Are you wife. sure? You sure you don't want to rethink that? Yeah, happy wife, happy life. Oh, they held him to a field goal. All right. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. The game's not over. Philadelphia is still in this. It's not over. It's not over. Five minutes into the game. Let's see the drive chart. Did they get the ball first? No. Elliot kicked it off. First and ten. Oh, they gave up a third and seven. That's, yeah, that's not what you want to see. They gave up a third and five. They, they gave up. Oh, no, they didn't. They, they held, on third, they and held on third and ten. Blair Walsh hit the 46-yard field goal. All right. Well, that's so. good. Blair Walsh will miss him when it counts. We're good. <laughs> we can hope, right? Sure. Why not? So, 
Um, so that's the NFL action this week. A little bit quick and earlier for us than usual, but it's an odd weekend. So, um, yeah, I don't. We're getting down to the end of it. Yeah, you know, this we'll, is week thirteen's all but over. We're going to learn a lot about teams next, like this week, and next week, and, and kind of as we move these next couple weeks. I know we're closing in on the end, but some of these teams, like we said, you know, you, you think you're starting to get a good idea, but there's some big tests, and we're, we're really going to start to figure out who these teams are the next couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we look uh, forward to our next show, which will be a week for, no, excuse me, two weeks from now. We do not have a show next week. December 3rd, or excuse me, December 10th. I'll still have to text you next Sunday. (laughs) We do not have a show next week. I will be at the Wilson Football Banquet end of the year, celebrate the the seniors and the season that they had. We'll be back in two weeks on December 17th, which is great because that is the weekend of Patriots-Steelers and a huge game there. And, uh, you know, we'll get caught up with week 15 of NFL action, and we'll look ahead to week 16 and 17, clinching scenarios, what it comes down to. We mentioned a lot of the big games over the last few weeks, but we'll go over that again in two weeks, and playoff picture will be much clearer. Following that show, we most likely won't have a show until the new year because of the way the holidays stack up. We won't have a show on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, so following episode two. 50 on December 17th, we'll be back in early 2018 for probably a six-week run until we'll take some time off in the late winter, early spring, because it's been uh, it's been a marathon since August, and uh, it's time for a little bit of a seen, break. Seen you got a lot to do. Yeah, so looking forward to the break in March. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, perfect. Good stuff. Um, yeah, it's. It's fun. Hopefully the Eagles can pull one out tonight, but I picked against them, so <laughs> hedging my bets, right? Oh, well, hey, that's, you got to do As that. As always, yep. You know, you want them to win, but if they don't, you picked against them, you get that win that's in the right. pool. That's right. And if they do win, who cares about the pool? Your team won. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for us this week. Um, like I said, two weeks, December 17th, episode 250. I wish I could say we got something special to do, but it's I don't. Of us. <laughs> it's just more, just us. <laughs> Um, you know, make sure you visit us at jmnjrradio.com. Follow us on Twitter. Um, shout outs, birthdays. Um, Not that I can think of. Happy belated to my cousin Holly, celebrating just a few days ago. And uh, I know I'll have some to say the next time we have a show. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, the definitely, definitely for sure. Um, but actually, crazy as it is to think, but next time we're on the show, and this has nothing to do with sports, yeah. I'll have seen The Last Jedi. Actually, you ha- will have as well what's that we're, we're okay. going to the 6 p.m that was good restraint because normally your response to that is something well we i really just wanted to backhand you right. but um justin myself and uh, six other friends will be going to see the movie at the first available showing and uh when we have our show in two weeks i'll have seen it at least once hopefully maybe even a second time i'm sure i'll have plenty to say about it <laughs> It's not like I'm excited, like you can tell by, over my right shoulder Yeah, no. with everything uh, on my walls and whatnot. So, um, any shout-outs, anything to say? No. All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. This wraps up episode 249 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. 
Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRaff.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.